Hello and welcome to Good News Geek. My name's John and with me in this slightly echoey studio is Matt. How are you doing? I'm good, John. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, apart from the fact that it's about a million degrees outside. Yes, I uh, did have to scrape my car off the sidewalk this morning. (laughs) Um, For those that don't know, at the current time of uh, recording this podcast, uh, today's temperature got up to like 46 degrees. Yes, I think it is actually still at 46 or possibly 45 by now as we are uh, now 7.30 at night. Yes, so um, pretty hot for uh, our American listeners, and I know you're out there, uh, that's around about 115 Fahrenheit. So very uncomfortable, and we've locked ourselves in the main living room here because that's the only room air conditioned. Yes. So we're right by the kitchen, so it looks a little bit odd, and it may sound a bit odd if it's a bit echoey. So I do apologise for that in advance. But we do have a lot to get through in this Christmas spectacular. Yes, we've uh, got a few segments planned uh, tonight. We actually did a little bit of pre-planning for once. We did, for once. So we're obviously going to cover things like Star Wars. We can't not talk about Star Wars. No. Um, Obviously the new movie just released and The Mandalorian as well is worth having a chat about as well. We're going to be looking into Santa's sack and other awkward things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're also going to um, touch on a gaming update and we're going to talk about some of our favourite non-Christmas Christmas movies and also touch on what we've achieved this year because this will be this year's final episode of Good News Geek. So make sure you stick around and hear what we have to say out of our mouth holes. All right, so at time of recording, it's the 19th of December. So I'm not sure when you are listening to this, but you may have heard of a little movie coming out recently called... The Sonic. Rise of Sky... Oh, no. Oh. Sonic. It's not out yet. Not is yet. it? No, not yet. Oh, thank goodness. The Rise of Skywalker, not oh, Sonic. That one. Right, right. <laughs> that should, Sorry. That should be in the, the movie title. The Rise not of Sonic. Skywalker, brackets, not Sonic. Yeah. And of course, in, in other Star Wars news, Mandalorian has been running as well for a little while. So we just want to talk about that right now. So we'll start with The Rise of Skywalker because it is the big thing. It is. It is the finale to end all finales. It is. So many, many years of blood, sweat, tears, toil, and loving these movies has come to an end. And you and I have both seen it. We I have. saw it at midnight last night. Yes. Or this morning, whatever you want to say. And you've seen it today during I did. the day. I did. I snuck away and uh, saw it during the day. So, I don't want to get spoilery, but we will discuss some broad stroke yes. themes. So, consider this a spoiler warning. If you are a person who doesn't want to go into there with any preconceptions, then skip over this. We'll, we'll call it spoiler light. Yes, spoiler light. Excellent. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not going to go into details about that awesome story thing line. that Finn does, and then, <laughs> and then after that, uh, Ray does that thing. Oh, that, that's yeah. right. That thing and, was and very then, impressive. And then, and then that big thing happened, and it was yeah. just crazy, and everybody died. <laughs> I'm not sure you saw the same movie I did. Oh, damn. <laughs> but we won't be discussing anything regarding plot or um, any kind of spoilers like that. So true spoilers. But we will tell you in, in broad strokes what we thought about it. A friend of mine, um, Dylan, and we'll be speaking to him a little bit later on, uh, just uh, wants it to not be bad, particularly yes. given the disappointment of the last movie. And that is a good wish to have. Yeah. Um, some will say that that wish will happen easily. Some will say that it's a completely unobtainable wish. <laughs> yes. And in fact, um, regarding Dylan, he's a diehard Star Wars fan, mm. as am I. And getting over the disappointment of the last movie was pretty hard because it, it did kind of turn everything on its head. It did. And it wasn't just the movie. It wasn't just one movie. It was the effect that one movie had on all the other movies and yes. all the other time we spent with these characters. I think that's what hurt the most. 
Yeah. And uh, we have this new movie. It's going to be the final chapter. Everything comes down to this. What do you think? Hmm. <laughs> it's a big question. To be honest, as a as a general whole of the movie, I was I was a bit meh. Uh, I think it had some really good parts in it. I think it had a, a bit of good humor in it, and I think they worked hard to fix a lot of the issues they brought about in the previous movies. Yeah. But I also think that it created more issues than the previous one in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. This is really hard trying not to spoil. It anything. is difficult. Yeah. So I mean, all in all, like I tried to, tried to come into it as a not a diehard Star Wars fan, which I am. I absolutely love Star Wars. I tried to come into it as a this is a movie generally based at, like aimed at kids. Yes. Um, it is. It is a children's movie. Exactly. Uh, and I am no longer a child. Um, no, I am, no, I am, no, that's a bit debatable. I am childlike, <laughs> but uh, not legally a child. Yes. So I try to go into it with a very broad, open mind. And as a as a movie, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too great. Yeah. Well, when I was I was really quite um, panicking, uh, concerned on the way to the cinema. I was biting my nails and fidgeting, and you know, I was struggling a bit because I was really nervous. Uh, because of the disappointment of the last movie, I thought, please don't be the same. The movie runs for like about two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I left the cinema not feeling the runtime. Mm, which is a good sign. Yes, because, I mean, it, this movie has so much going on. It does. It is really difficult for me to say exactly what I liked about it. Obviously, spoilers aside, exactly what I liked about it or what I didn't like about it because there was just so much going on and there's a lot to process. There is. And, yeah, I completely understand what you mean. Like, the last movie felt long. It felt like some parts were drawn out. And and I agree. Like, I didn't really think of it at the time. But, yeah, it didn't feel like this was a drawn-out movie. Yeah, and so I think that's a good indicator overall as to whether it's a movie that's enjoyable or not. And I found it very enjoyable, but of course as a Star Wars fan, I like to get into the nitty-gritty, which I'm not going to get into today, obviously for the whole spoiler issue. I may put together a video a little bit later on, maybe in a couple of weeks' time, given our rules around yes, spoilers. Yeah, two, two to two to four weeks, Yes, uh, we'll say that. And then I can use a spoiler-rich, and then I would have seen it a, a couple more times as well. So that's a good sign too, the fact that I'm willing to see it again. The yeah. other one, I was like, uh, uh-uh, not seeing that well, crap I, again. <laughs> I actually, I mean, I've seen, I've seen the original three so many times that yes. I've lost count. I've, I mean, I've even seen the prequels multiple times. Yes, uh, I haven't brought myself to rewatch the two new ones again yet. I've only ever yeah. seen them once. I've rewatched the Force Awakens a couple of times, um, particularly waiting for the other movie to come out. Uh, the other. One, what was it? Um, the Last, Last Jedi? Jedi, yes. So unremarkable, I forgot its name temporarily. The Last Jedi is still in its plastic wrapper. Mm-hmm. I bought the DVD, or the, sorry, the Blu-ray, out of, for completeness, basically. Yes, exactly, you have to have it in the collection. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it hasn't been watched. No. No, no, I completely <laughs> understand that and I can't blame you for that. Um, yeah, but you know, I still want to support the, the movies. You want to support the movies in the hope that more good content gets made. But yeah, with, with that movie, there's so much happening and I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a lot to take in. There's a lot of positives. There's a few negatives. There is an element of the filmmakers being trapped mm. by previous outings um, for the movies and you can see the toll that it takes on the movie. Yeah. But that's not the fault of this movie, no, that makes I mean, sense. I can see that in some of the things, but then I also look at some of the other things they did in the movie where they clearly <laughs> so, felt trapped and then just decided to break that trap with a sledgehammer. Yes, well, um, the only positive that has is it does 
tend to broaden the universe a bit. It does. Um, so perhaps that could be a good thing moving on because mm. they, they do have to think about not just this Skywalker trilogy which is now at a close but the trilogies to come. Having a look at the critical reviews, it's a bit of an opposite to The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, all the critics loved it and the fans despised it. This is a little bit the other way around mm. this time. Very mixed bag of reviews. Some people saying it's great, some people saying it's not so great. In the end, as with any movies, it's up to you guys to decide whether you like it or not but I really encourage you to see it and see it soon so nothing gets spoiled tell us what you think so you can go to our facebook page obviously drop us a line let us know and if you have any strong views or opinions perhaps we'll give you a call in our next podcast so make sure you contact us through our facebook page now we did mention that this is the last film it is it is the the end of an era yeah so when when seeing the movie and you know watching the credits roll i always watch credits roll because the soundtrack's amazing Mm with um, John Williams doing the soundtrack, so I'll sit there listening. And I just, you know, a sudden realisation that this is the final Skywalker saga movie. This is it for these characters. And well, maybe not necessarily. Well. As as main characters, yes, but yes. who's to say that some I mean, there might be a cameo Skywalker, here or there, but you yeah, couldn't, there couldn't be a, a main the character. Yeah, yeah, but there couldn't be a main character again because that would kind of overpower. It's a bit like why they killed off all the good characters that we know and love in the previous movie. So, yeah, it was... Um, it kind of hit me at yes. that point. It was a bit sad, but I am looking forward to new stuff. And speaking of which, new stuff, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Do you have your Disney Plus yet? I have seen the first episode uh, <laughs> via a friend. Okay. Uh, and now I'm waiting. A friend known as the internet. Yeah, no, no, an, <laughs> no. Actual, an actual friend who okay. I watched it with. Uh, so I'm waiting for it all to come out so that I can sign up for my seven-day free trial and then yes. watch it all. And then, yeah, binge it. That's um, a good idea. Yes. I, I got it because, you know, Yelena loves Disney and, yes. and stuff like that. So it My kids haven't heard of it yet. So as soon as they do, I will be forced to buy it. So I'm just holding out hope. Yeah. So I've watched all the current episodes. Currently we're up to episode seven. There's eight episodes in the series and episode seven ended on a cliffhanger. I've got to say, I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing. The, qu- the production quality yeah, is amazing. It is. And I... I mean, I knew it was going to be good just based on the names of some of the directors yes. that were uh, slated for episodes. Yeah, and the, and the producers, you have guys that have been working around Star Wars now for a long time. Guys that have been working around Star Wars when Lucas mm. was still there and is still very much part of their inspiration. I'm thinking, you know, when you've got the original guy there, that's got to do something for it. And, and it's amazing. Mm. And uh, the episodes and how they call back to other eras in Star Wars and it makes it very much a cohesive universe. It does, yes. And uh, like I said, it looks fantastic. The the characters and the actors playing them, wonderful. And see, I, I want to mention something about something green. Do you know anything about something green? I've seen A Thousand Memes. Okay, good, good, yes. good. I just want to make sure. So there's The Child... Um, people are calling it Baby Yoda because it's just easier that way when you have a character without a name and it looks like Yoda. Yes. It is bloody adorable. Yeah. The merchandising machine yeah. in Disney is amazing. It, it is. I mean, they, <laughs> they had the Ewoks and they had the Porgs and now they've got Baby Yoda. Yes, it's amazing. Obviously, I won't tell you anything else about that character, but um, it's certainly excellent to look at. What I do want to have a bit of a whinge about, though, mm. and this has nothing to do with the show itself. It's more about the platform. Tell me. Open up to me. Who hurt you, John? <sighs> Disney. Those... Bastards. No, um, 
The delay between the release of uh, Disney Plus in the States and in Australia, it was like about a week, which doesn't sound like a long time, but it is in the internet era. It is. Which is why I signed up for the midnight session for Star Wars. Yes. So so it wouldn't be spoiled. Even then, I still had to dodge things on YouTube from uh, channels I subscribe to because they go to advanced screenings. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I still had to be careful, even though I was there at 12.01 to watch the movie. So you didn't have the opportunity with Disney Plus to do that, of course, and you had to wait and you had to dodge a week's worth of spoilers. And, of course, you know, half the episode was spoiled for me by the time I of course. got to watch it. So that was annoying, but that's okay. Um, there's not much we can do about that. But, yeah, I thought that was a bit of a, a, bit of a, a miss for me, uh, particularly since I'm not sure why they needed to do that. I'm sure there's some kind of licensing or commercial arrangement that led to that happening, but it's still annoying. It, yeah, it still doesn't make up for the pain. <laughs> no, the pain. Obviously, we have a new platform, Disney+. Plus. And Disney are pumping a lot of money into it and are certainly reaping a lot of money back from it. Oh, yes. So we have massive possibilities on how Star Wars expands from now. So we have uh, another season of The Clone Wars mm-hmm. animated series. I am quite looking forward to that. Yes. I was a big fan of Yeah, me too. Wars. Massive. But I'm thinking, well, what else could they do? There's the Obi-Wan mm-hmm. series coming out. Yep, the Obi-Wan series. Which, you know, I've been begging for Obi-Wan for ages I was you know, hoping for a movie, obviously. Yes. But I think this is even better. And that damn liar, Ewan McGregor, <laughs> for something like, what did he say? Like eight years has been keeping his mouth shut about knowing this thing was going ahead. I couldn't. I'd no. walk down the street in my Obi-Wan Kenobi outfit if I was him. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm worried that the only people that can lie that convincingly are like sociopaths. <laughs> so uh, I think we might actually have to have him tested. I mean, he might um, he might turn to the dark side at some point. So Yeah, but I'm just looking forward to the possibilities. Now that the St- Skywalker saga is through mm. and Disney Plus as a platform is yes churning in out the, uh, the Star Wars machine and then there's yeah. also which we'll talk about a little bit further in the podcast uh, some new Star Wars games coming out as well there's yes. one that's just been released uh, yep. which I'll talk about in a bit more detail later but and so will I because I've played yes. it too for Ooh. once yay <gasps> Ooh, you'll actually know what I'm talking about I will I will so yeah I'm really looking forward to the future and I'm really hoping that um, the long awaited Jar Jar Binks movie gets released yes yes Darth Jar Jar yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got to say, with all the turmoil regarding the Star Wars movies recently, I was when I, I went back and watched the prequels and actually appreciated them. Couldn't believe it. I got to the point where I appreciated talk about trade and Jar Jar Binks. And is he any more palatable? Uh, no, is the answer. No, it does. It honestly is. It is a massive joke. I don't know if people out there know the uh, the Darth Jar Jar uh, <laughs> phenomenon. Uh, there was a post on Reddit many years ago that uh, hinted that Jar Jar is actually the leading ruler of the Sith and puppeteering everything. Exactly. Well, uh, he did vote in Palpatine. He power. did, uh, and it is it is an amusing read, and it does make a certain amount of sixth sense. But when you actually go back and you watch the prequel movies with that in mind, it's even better. (laughs) Yes. No, I I did appreciate them. And uh, I'm looking forward to what Disney has in store. And they better not wreck it. Drop us a line on our Facebook page and let us know what you're thinking about Disney's handling of Star Wars and where we might be heading next. Commence primary ignition. And so we're going to start with our most awkward segment tonight, Santa Sack. Yeah, we really need to talk about your naming <laughs> conventions. I shouldn't be allowed to name any no, of the segments. No, I, uh, I think we're going to have to have a committee. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I thought about what we could do and I thought, well, you know, this is obviously slightly inappropriate sounding. That's pretty funny. And I thought we'll uh, let our hair down 
mm. this episode and That's and it. let that one yes. slide. So since, uh, since your missus isn't here to uh, <laughs> to keep us in check, we can run wild. Exactly, I've kicked her out of the house. Um, mm. Either that or uh, she's left me. So we'll see mm. after after this. Um, but basically, what I wanted to have a chat to you about tonight, uh, in regards to Santa Sack. Mm-hmm. Is what you want for Christmas? What's the best Christmas gift you've received? And obviously, I'm talking about geeky stuff here. Yes, of course. Um, and when did you think you're getting something awesome, but it turned out to be pretty crappy? Mm. All right. And also, did you, you know, follow the conventions of courtesy and pretend that you liked it anyway? Uh, so, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I tell you what. There's a there's a few things that are good. There's a few games that are coming out. Um, I w- I would really like uh, some form of VR. Like I've got your your basic your your phone VR, but I yep. wouldn't mind like a like an Oculus or a, a HTC Vive or even uh, you know uh, going on the cheaper end a PlayStation VR uh, would even be acceptable. But uh, I I think it'd be fun to. To have a play with that. Oh yeah, right. that sounds good. I mean, I currently only deal in actual reality, and that bites. Mm. So virtual reality probably my speed. I as well. try to avoid reality as much <laughs> as possible. Uh, well, thinking about what I want for Christmas, really, it's not one thing. Um, for my birthday, my wife got me a whole bunch of Power Rangers stuff. She did, yes. But there's still a whole bunch that I really, really, really mm. want. So I would like the rest of that, like Saba and uh, the Green Rangers flute and that sort of stuff. Mm. That's what I would really like at the moment. But what's the best Christmas gift you've received? Something that really stands out for you? Uh, I mean, as we said, we're just sort of focusing on uh, the geek side of things. Yes. So I, if it's a car, you yes. can say it's a car as long as it's something like the Batmobile. Or the Knight Rider. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, nobody's loved me enough to get me the Batmobile. Uh, um, shame, so, shame. No, maybe one day yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody will love me. Um I think probably I, actually, the problem is I'm terrible with presents. I don't remember if something was birthday or Christmas. Right. And they all tend to blend together. Yeah, I get that. Because um, they are both at the end of the year. I think for one of them I got a PlayStation 3 when they were relatively new. Yes. Uh, which was uh, rather exciting because I didn't have anything like that before. People tend to get me a lot of uh, gift vouchers, which are awesome because I save them up and then I'll go get something. And then you can get what you want. Yeah, exactly. I'll go get something large that I wouldn't normally get. Yep. Um, so, yeah, probably probably the PlayStation or just an abundance of JB and EB Games uh, <laughs> gift cards. All excellent answers. Yeah. And yourself? Well, mine's not a Christmas gift. It was a gift around Christmas that I bought for myself. Mm-hmm. Well, this was back in the day when I had disposable income because I didn't have a family. Mm-hmm. I bought myself uh, for 700 odd dollars. I can't remember exactly now. And this is going back around about 15 years ago. Not long after Revenge of the Sith came out, I bought myself a complete replica of um, Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber from Ooh, episode three. Yes. Um, one of the, uh, the real effects ones? No, no, no. This no. didn't have any electronics. Oh. This was a one-to-one exact replica. Oh, I see. Because Santa, if you listen Limited edition. I would like a real effects lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> and there's lots, um, well, there's a few more out now. Mm. Uh, well, potentially. So yeah, that was the best gift. And that really stands out because I still have it. Mm. And it was the most expensive thing I'd bought for myself before that, and of course it's Star Wars. So exactly, what's love? and it's something that you know you're going to like because you bought it for yourself. <laughs> exactly. So do you have any situations when you thought you were getting something really cool and you found out that it was maybe a bit disappointing? Uh, I'm sure I have. As I said, I'm, I tend to forget presents quite <laughs> 
easily. So yes. if, if it's something big, then I'll remember it. If it's something a bit lackluster, I tend to forget that it ever happened. I think there was a couple of times where I was told I was getting something geek related or like something that I'd really like. And I'm like, oh, I've mentioned that I like this and I'd mentioned that I like that. And then I know this has just come out and it'll come back to a uh, some form of a Marvel t-shirt or, yep. you know, just a your, your very basic, uh, you know, oh, he's a geek. He'll like this kind of a, a gift Yes, uh, and then you you do the you smile and oh oh awesome I I love this so I'm I'm totally gonna wear this shirt yes 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 I remember uh, as a kid didn't have a lot of money growing up and I asked for some Power Ranger stuff uh, just the you know like the figurines and I was hoping for the the large ones mm. you used, like you, you could get the whole set of big ones and when the movie came out you got the same ones but shiny Ooh. I just wanted the original one from you know the, the thing what I ended up getting was like a one that was like a third of the size. Oh, okay. And it yes. morphed. Like yep. you, you pressed the morpher and the head would flip around because it had two heads on the swivel. Oh, I remember those. But they were all out of proportion. Yeah. Like they had these big massive chests and tiny heads and I thought it just looked a bit bizarre and creepy. And when I got it, of course, I did say I wanted a Power Ranger and I got a Power Ranger mm. and it was a little, just a little bit awkward. I can imagine. It's, it's sort of like, yeah, that, that, that proportion can't be real. <laughs> and then you visit Tasmania when you're older. <laughs> oh, please. If um, you're listening in Tasmania, we can't lose you. You. We depend on you. Please stick around. If you um, want me to, I will flog Matthew for his comment. So make sure you comment on our Good News Geek Facebook page and we'll make it happen. But we do have some callers standing by and we're going to give them a call now and see what Christmas presents they want to tell us about. And joining us on the phone, we have Amanda. Hello, Amanda. Hi. You want to tell us about what, you're, what you want for Christmas this year? Yeah. So this year on my wish list is uh, The Killing Joke, which is a comic from from the DC Universe about the Joker. Oh, yes. Have you heard of this, John? This comic? I have heard yes. of this comic. Uh-huh. I've actually read it. Um, I don't own it myself. It was lent to me as a bit of an introduction to comics, and it's fantastic. It is a really good comic. Yeah. Um, so that's a, a really, really good choice there, Amanda. You know, if there's anyone out there, we could do with a copy each. Yeah, we? actually, yeah, we, we, we would like maybe one one each. So if somebody out there's got uh, three copies, they uh, <laughs> would be happy to send it away. Send them care of. Never mind. So that's what you want for Christmas this year, a very fine selection what's the best christmas gift you received well one year my other half he got me a, a replica from a tv show that we like to watch it's uh, supernatural all right and yes the brothers yeah. that kill demons right exactly that's <laughs> right. the one and um so essentially it's a replica of a cult which was a gun that when you put the bullets in it and demon killing bullets they kill demons <laughs> right. so, yeah, a fully working replica i assume <laughs> not at all it doesn't I- fire at all which is how i like it so <laughs> i actually work with you amanda so I'm, I'm very relieved to hear that it is only a replica because if you turned up to work with that, I'd be uh, very worried and probably right to be so. So, <laughs> all right, so that's Fair the enough. best gift. That's great. I myself like to collect weapons and vehicles, so that would be right up my alley as well. But just cast your mind back. When did you think you were getting a gift that you wanted, but it just turned out to be a steaming pile of dung? Well, one year um, I was desperately wanting a Kindle, right. uh, so like a, an electronic book reader um and my family had not sponsored (laughs) (laughs) Um, although i'm in the market for a new one (laughs) (laughs) so you catch on quickly (laughs) exactly um but yeah so my family had gone through we'd opened up just about all the presents and there was one left for me and it was a kindle shaped sized box yep um so they've handed it to me i'm basically jumping out of my skin all excited i open it up and there's absolutely no kindle in it it's just full of odds and ends and nothing of 
of importance. <laughs> oh, wow. So they stitched you up. A hundred percent. So oh I'm sitting gosh. there like really. Devastated. Just, so did what? you yeah. pretend you were pleased or? I tried to smile, but everybody else just burst out laughing. <laughs> was there a, a Kindle hiding at the end of the night or was it a complete joke? Oh, no, there was eventually. Oh, oh was there? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm relieved now because I'm thinking your family sound like a bunch of trolls. <laughs> They can be. They're probably on, you know, all the forums and just giving people stuff. Right. So that's great. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Amanda. I appreciate it. And I'll see you back at work. See ya. So after Amanda's giftness, we are moving on to Dylan. Hello, Dylan. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. So we're asking the question of everyone, what do you want for Christmas? So far away, what do you want? Hmm. Well, seeing as how I haven't seen it yet, I want the Rise of Skywalker to not suck. <laughs> I have um, seen it, and I don't want to give anything away, but you might be uh, pleasantly surprised. Possibly. Possibly. Or you might not. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> horses for courses. I, I freaking hope so. Let's yes. Put it that way. Yes. Well, only time will tell, and perhaps you can update us on that later. But is there anything else you want for Christmas, or is that all you want mm. for Christmas? Like your two front teeth. It depends. If we're talking realistic expectations, I'm actually just looking forward to some rest and relax- relaxation with friends. Now, believe it or not, it's not a physical gift. <laughs> no. But it's just as important. Um, Although we are not here to judge about your physical rest and relaxation with friends. <laughs> no, no, right. no, absolutely not. Um, Particularly since I count myself as one of those, due to serious lack of <laughs> other options. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Uh, that sounds well, good. Nice you and relaxing. You'd want to hear the unrealistic one, though, wouldn't you? Of course. Yeah, well, that's easy. Uh, you know, a, a full set of Beskar Mandalorian armor. <laughs> that, that is pretty unrealistic. Why are you I've, laughing? You've certainly fit the brief there. <laughs> What's the best Christmas gift you've received now that we know the lofty heights of your expectations around Beskar steel armor? The best one I ever received was actually, uh, it was many, many years ago, and it was totally legitimate. It was a copy of uh, Homeworld. Okay. The, the game from... Uh, 1999. It was. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was closely followed by MechWarrior 3 the, the, the year afterwards. But back then, getting that game was awesome because I was actually something I could play with my old man. Okay. And so yeah. So if you haven't played Homeworld, basically. I don't know. My memory doesn't span that back that far these days. I gotta say. Oh no. They they actually they, they actually recently did a remastered version of it. Homeworld one and two completely remastered to work on modern machines and it is still it still holds up today awesome so very very much uh i was very very happy to get that and i played i i still worry about that you know as whenever whenever someone asks me what's one of your like in game games of all time yep homeworld is the answer and i received it for christmas back in 19 i want to say uh, yeah it was 19 it was 99 i reckon that was you know once it's all been downhill since then once you, <laughs> once you get a little bit older you'll be able to tell that story with the grandpa simpson voice and it'll be absolutely fascinating <laughs> Mm. Yes, uh, no, 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 no. I could, I, I could tell you about this, uh, about the fashion at the time. <laughs> that won't be necessary, but I do appreciate the offer. So, Dylan, when did you think you were getting something awesome, but then it turned out to be not so much? Probably anything I got whilst I was in the Middle East. You mean other than fired at? No, I joined the Air Force, so oh. that doesn't happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> at least not nearly as often as, as it does with some of the other guys out there. But um, but no, we uh, I, I had the pleasure of, of spending Christmas over there, which is was which was actually a really good experience in itself. But right. um, you basically had random people who you'd only met, like only spent time with maybe two or three weeks before Christmas, because that's when our deployment cycle was, and was like, ah, oh, I now need to buy you something. Because <laughs> that's what everybody did. And I think I received the, I think I received the giant 
the, the, the most giant oversized pairs of fake Oakleys you could ever imagine. <laughs> oh, perfect. Excellent. Perfect. That's excellent. Um, That's like some kind of think, super, they, super duper secret Santa thing. Yeah, yeah. But now that I think back about it, they were so bad, it was kind of awesome. <laughs> well, pleasant. Like, uh, that works out well then, doesn't it, for you? Well, yeah. And, and, <laughs> if, there's, if there's one thing, if, when you're actually missing, you know, they're missing the rest of the family back home. They're, you know, they're doing their own thing. Yes. You're overseas. Sometimes getting something really, really bad that is just hilarious is actually not necessarily a bad thing. But no, if I had, if I had to say worse things, that was definitely it because I, I wore them for that day and um, I have no idea what happened to them four hours after I received them. <laughs> Excellent. That's the, uh, the standard with cheap sunglasses, though. Yeah, that's right. I always uh, tend and, to sit on mine or something. And being um, uh, probably where we got them because we only, there were only very few places where we could shop, so therefore everybody knows where everybody else was shopping. Yes, cheap does not begin to describe how cheap <laughs> we were. Excellent. That being said, the present I gave out wasn't that much better, and it was so unremarkable I cannot remember. <laughs> Excellent. Well, now we've got the perspective from the other side as well. Thank you, Dylan, mm. for having a chat with us today. And we have another caller now coming online. Okay, John, so we are now about to talk to uh, my friend, Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? Good, thank you, guys. So, Scott, how long have we known each other? Too long. Too long. That is <laughs> the correct answer. Uh, I would have not expected anything less of you. Um, uh, around 20 Years. Around 20 that years. is too long. It is, it yeah. is too long. It is far too long. We're here talking about Christmas and presents because obviously that is the most Yay. important thing about Christmas. <laughs> of course. Uh, so we want to know, what do you want for Christmas this year? We're both avid Zelda fans. We are. And I haven't played Link's Awakening yet. You so. haven't played Link's Awakening yet? No. Mm. So that is uh, probably probably up there. Um, yeah, I think I'm getting right into my switch at the moment. So I think that that's probably, that's probably what I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping that the missus has the idea, but. Well, if she hasn't, I'll drop a few hints for you. (laughs) (laughs) Or she might be listening now. She she might be listening, yeah. (laughs) Tell her to uh, download the podcast, although it's probably past Christmas by then. So, uh. It'll double our (laughs) listeners. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's a, that's a good answer, actually. I, I might add that to my list as well because I, I wouldn't mind that too. What is the best Christmas gift that you have received? Oh, that's an easy one. So, as you know, I lived over in Sweden for a few years. You did. Um, and while I was over there, obviously, uh, I sort of left with not a lot. And when I went over there, you know, I, I just sort of had the, had the basics and I was just living pretty, pretty poorly. <laughs> backpacking a lot of it but when I sort of settled down over there my girlfriend at the time bought me an Xbox with that like was... it was like Xbox 360 yeah and like yeah, Halo those days, yeah. 2 maybe Halo 2 I think I but yeah so that was um that was pretty epic that so, is a really good present and I do remember that time you being gone mainly because uh the day you left <laughs> I went to your house and took your PlayStation because I didn't have one at the time <laughs> so the entire time you were gone I was using your PlayStation yeah Yes. Well, no um, wonder he was um, champing at the bit for an Xbox. He had his PlayStation well, he couldn't back take home. It over. He couldn't take it with him anyway. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's good. In the Xbox 360, we had a lot of fun on the Xbox 360 uh, uh, back in the day. I, we, think I, had, I can't remember if I had one when I left, but then... Obviously, when I was over there, I didn't have anything, and then it was like six months. I didn't if, play. Yeah, if yeah. I remember rightly, you had the PlayStation and I had the Xbox, so we would uh, we would get games for each other and uh, and spend entire weekends barely <laughs> sleeping, drinking energy drinks, and uh, and playing games. Right, that's good. Uh, and we got one more question, which is: When did you think you were getting something awesome, but it turned out to be maybe a little bit rubbish? Uh, and did you do the courtesy thing of pretending to like it? Yeah, <laughs> and it better not be from me. <laughs> oh, I hope it. Is. 
No, it's not from you, actually. Um, uh, one time I was, um, oh, you know what girlfriends are like. It's not my girlfriend now, it's an ex. They, you know, they love to hype up Christmas they presents. They do. Like, oh, I got you this great thing. You're and I going to love you it. Open it. And you're like, oh, cool, this is, you know, this is great. And I like this story already. Guess it. You know, like, they want you to guess it, but then if you do guess it, then they get all upset. And you're like, oh, great. So she was hyping it up and she was telling me, oh, it's, I got you something really personalized and you're going to really love it. So I'm thinking this is, this will be great. You know, and come Christmas morning, I open it up, sitting in bed still, and um, as she hands it to me, and I open it, and it's in like a bit of a box, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. Oh, fancy! Open it up, it was a coffee mug with her face. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> was it was it like a really like stretched and distorted face as well because <laughs> yeah, it wrapped around the mug? One, but at the same time, it was like. Oh. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that she talked it up so much, knowing it was a picture of her face. Yeah. yeah was it? Was in it? Her personal. Oh, mate. I was. I tried so hard to. You know, like. Yeah. Was, Smile oh, and nod, and it's wonderful. Now I can like, drink so from you. I can't wait to drink coffee from this in the morning. Did she oh, specify sorry. that you had to take it to work as well to like make sure everybody knew? No, luckily, no, luckily, uh, I did not have to do that. I. <laughs> Managed to talk my way into like I can't wait to have this first thing in the morning at home, and then she's like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh, well played. That is that is well played. Unfortunately, on a completely unrelated note, I am going to have to return your present this year. <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy him a mug of his ex? <laughs> <laughs> I found one. It was a, it was a second-hand store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, that definitely went in the trash when we broke up. No, I can uh, I can imagine. Well, that's that's awesome. Well, thanks very much for uh, taking the time out to uh, to talk to us, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll catch up uh, soon over Christmas and maybe play some games together. And a, a good, big thank you to all of the people that uh, actually spoke to us today. You guys are now part of the podcast, and we rely on you to help make us sound better. Thank you very much. Ah, it's that time of year. People are thinking about gaming, Christmas. Is that new not gifts. Uh, every moment of the year for well, most not, people? Not usually for me because I'm usually too busy oh. to think about things like games. That being said, one of the games we're going to talk about today, which is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, there is a little bit of a theme in tonight's episode, which isn't seems Christmas. It seems to be Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. Star Wars is like Christmas. I mean, we could talk about the Star Wars Christmas special if you'd like. Let's not do that. No? Hmm. We can talk about this being a Star Wars Christmas special. Okay. But that's as far as we're going to go. Well, the reason, of course, this episode is heavily tainted towards Star Wars is because it's happening. It looks happening at the moment. today. So, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Is a, what would you call it? Action... I would call it a action adventure uh, single player story driven campaign with a lightsaber. With a lightsaber, so that's a lot of qualifiers for <laughs> for the layman's out there. It's essentially Uncharted or Tomb Raider with lightsabers. Yeah, that makes it wonderful. Yes. If it was an open sandbox, it would be a little bit like Arkham Knight or Arkham. Similarly, yes. you go around beating people up. Exactly. Except your glow stick will slice them mm. rather than beat them. Although Batman doesn't have a glow. I'm going to stop before that gets a little bit R-rated and we have some kind of fan fiction sent to us in our email address, so we don't want that. So, the difference this time is that usually you give us a gaming update because I don't get to touch games. Yeah, you you sit there and you stare at me with this glazed over blank look on your face. Often I'm just scrolling through Facebook while you rattle it off or something. Oh, you finished. Okay, great. Uh, This time though, not only have you played this game, I have too. Yes, which is astounding. (laughs) So, on what platform are you playing it? Uh, I played it on the PC. Okay, so I was playing it on Xbox because we just got the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us about the game and I'll chime in with my little 
nuggets of wisdom. Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, as, as we said, for anybody that hasn't played it or hasn't really heard anything about it, it is a single-player story-driven game. You play a Padawan at the time of Order 66. Mm-hmm. Uh, your master lost his life, essentially allowing you to escape, and you grow up on a planet hiding your powers. Uh, the Inquisitors eventually come to the planet for a different reason, find you, and you become on the run. Uh, then, as you do, being, you know, a teenager, go, I'm going to save the Jedi and rebuild the Order. Uh, and you set out on your grand quest with a couple of uh, plucky friends. Yeah, so you start off very limited in powers. Yes. And then things grow as you go along. Yeah, and the, the way they did that was rather interesting. Uh, obviously, being a Padawan, you would have had powers to begin with, but by the time the game starts, you, you have nothing. You don't have any force push or force pull powers you start with one power which slows down time a little bit and the way they sort of shoehorn that into a game is uh you have mental scars from your master the trauma yeah the, the trauma of, of your master losing his life and the clones that you thought were your friends trying to kill you yeah uh, which is then, interesting because yeah. it links the ability to use a force with um a person's uh, psychological state yes. of mind yeah exactly rather than a, a, a purely physical yeah uh, aspect uh, and then as you progress on and you heal your connection to the Force, you gain access to more and more powers uh, that you previously had. Yeah. The way they've used the powers you know, as a game mechanic to be able to progress and solve puzzles and move through the environment uh, is pretty good. It is. Uh, it's a really interesting element. And, I mean, there's a certain level of exploration to this game. I've got to say the difficulty... Uh, <laughs> When I started, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll give this a go. What, what level did you start on? Um, there's a there's like, beginner, which is story. Was, uh, there's Jedi Knight, which is like media. The one next. Jedi Master, which is yeah. hard. I thought I'd give that a go because I'm like, I've played Star Wars games. I've played, oh, was it Jedi Academy? Mm-hmm. I thought, I ruled that game. Mm-hmm. This will be easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, about halfway through the first proper level, I decided, you know what? This is crap. I'm sick of dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I dialed the difficulty way back. Yes. Because uh, I'm thinking the levels look amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah. Uh, it's beautiful mm. and the story is really interesting. Really story-driven this is. It is a very story-driven um, game. And yeah. I, I found that amazing. It was very interesting. As a Star Wars geek, I really enjoyed that aspect. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something that I probably shouldn't and probably shouldn't admit. I put it on story mode. There's nothing wrong with um, that. But now I'm going back to the levels and because um, obviously when you, you go to like save points and stuff like that, your enemies will respawn. And so I turn up the difficulty when doing that because I want a bit more of a challenge now that there's not much to do because I've actually completed the main game. Yes. I'm basically just trying to f- find all the secrets and things like that. So whilst you're manoeuvring around, I want to be attacked as much as I can mm. to, I guess, in- increase my skill in the game to the point where I want to restart the game and go from scratch at a higher difficulty. Mm. But I love it because th- there's a lot of replayability for me only because, though, I am a hardcore Star Wars nut and running around with a lightsaber is all I ever wanted to do. It is, and there is something disturbingly satisfying about running into a uh, out of a cave on a cliffside and seeing a bunch of stormtroopers there and <laughs> picking them up and throwing them one by one off the cliff. Oh yes, very much so. I also like the manoeuvre when you pull them towards you and stab them through the Ooh, chest. yes. Instant That's kick, wonderful. Yes. Yep. I also like it's, a, it's a, um, with the, the melee troopers mm-hmm. when you deflect their attack perfectly mm. and then you you know parry and then you attack oh that is very rewarding as well. It is, yes. When you they, get that yeah. timing just perfect. They definitely handle the combat really well yeah um do you have any uh, any complaints about the game well i think it would have been excellent as a sandbox yeah um, because i thought the exploration yeah, was a few more a few more planets narrow. would have been good and i find that some of the levels are massive and i get lost and i look at the map trying to find my way i just want to be able to put a waypoint 
or somewhere where I can help navigate because I get lost all the time. So I spend half my time on YouTube, not to find out where the secrets are, just to how to get to different sections of the map. Yeah, I was talking to a friend who also played it and he mentioned that something that would have been handy would be the ability to fast travel to certain campsites. Maybe to the save points when yes, you actually yeah. activate them. Possibly yeah. not everyone because there are quite a lot of them, um, but like maybe one in each area yeah. um, would be beneficial or at least the ability to fast travel back to your ship when you're finished yes. exploring. Like maybe not like there's a couple of uh, story missions where you have to uh, race back to your ship while you're being attacked by things. Uh, so, you know, possibly not during those ones, but no. it's like just when you're going back to explore the planets, to the ability to fast yeah. travel back to your ship would be... Even, even if it's only yeah. after you've finished the story and you're yeah. going back just to cover your tracks and, and, and find all the yeah. secrets. When you're like one I'm of doing. the losers with no life like myself who went <laughs> 100% at every planet. You have? I have. Yes. Oh, I haven't. It, uh, it took a while. The first couple of planets were pretty easy. Dathomir, oh, that was a pain. But it was good. I enjoyed it enough to go back and do it. Yes. No, I, li- I like the game. I love the game and I'm glad they brought it. And, oh, and the good. fact that it's so story driven as it well, the- it adds to the... The Star Wars canon. The only complaint I had about the game is, and I think it's only a complaint because it, it only happened to me this way. As I said, I've had a few other friends that have played it. So for the people that haven't played it, you start out with a single lightsaber. Uh, you eventually upgrade it to a double lightsaber, and then you upgrade it again to a double lightsaber that you can pull apart and have two lightsabers. I found out afterwards, after talking to some people, that the way it upgrades from a single lightsaber to a double lightsaber is when you collect enough collectibles or um, find enough uh, artifacts or stuff like that, Mm -hmm. not based on anything story-driven. So what happened to me was I was playing through the story, I was on Kashyyyk and I was climbing this giant tree Mm -hmm. and I got to the very top and there's just this one little workbench up there Um, they have these workbenches spread around so you can change the look of your lightsaber and the colour and all that sort of stuff. No other reason for it. So I climb the top of this tree. I find this little thing on the ground. I go, great. I move on to the next zone and there's a workbench there. And my character just suddenly goes into a cutscene where he, as I said, climbs a giant tree in the middle of nowhere, walks up to a random workbench, fiddles around for a little bit and then comes back with a double-bladed lightsaber. I'm like, where did this come from? That happened to me. Like who who <laughs> left this stuff up this top of this giant tree for him to suddenly make a double-bladed lightsaber? Like this makes no sense whatsoever. It's an odd position to leave the equipment to make it, that. It really is. And... and <laughs> And that was my complaint. And I spoke to some friends about it and they went, no, I got that ages ago. Like I got a... I, so I heard some people got it from Dathomir. Yeah, and one one of my friends got it from uh, from the first, the Zepho planet. He went back to, uh, to the hidden world mm-hmm. and got it from the guy's secret workbench area. Like there's a secret workshop yep. downstairs and he got it in there, which makes total sense that you would find it in there. Yeah. Not up the top of a tree. No. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I actually got it there as well. And initially, because I, I prefer just a single bladed lightsaber personally, Yes, I was just hoping to be able to fix that shaggy end. I didn't realise <laughs> yes. that that shaggy end is because there should be an emitter there. Yes. So I was a little bit disappointed. And then I was ticked off because when it upgrades to where you can separate it, mm. you get this feral, fugly yeah, it looks like he's, cap thing. He's fixed it with duct tape oh it's awful but then so i was whinging and moaning about that and grizzling every time i played it and then i noticed when you go in to look at your lightsaber and you can adjust it it, there's like a toggle you can turn that piece of crap off and i'm like you're kidding (laughs) (laughs) that was part of my motivation for getting all the different collectibles for the lightsabers thinking thinking that maybe one of them is to get rid of that crap yeah didn't realize it was just press x and it goes away i'll tell you what one more one more thing that i would have liked Yes. The ability to have, when you have the double or when you get the the two lightsabers in one, uh, the two for one, the ability to have 
each blade a different color. Yes, that would I be would cool. Have, I would have liked that. I was running around for the majority of the game with an orange lightsaber because orange is the best color. You pre-ordered. I did pre-order. Oh, yeah, I didn't pre-order. Now I'm bitter I, because I love orange as a blade. I <laughs> pre-ordered at 11.30 at night before it came out at midnight because <laughs> I was going to buy it anyway um, after reading some reviews and I went, I want the orange lightsaber. Yep. Uh, so I was running around with orange for most of the game and then you get the ability to get every color once you get the uh, the third step lightsaber. And I would have really loved the ability to have one orange and one purple. Yeah. Um, but uh, it just wasn't there and uh, it thoroughly A joker me. lightsaber. So other than Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, what else have you been playing? Uh, I mean, that's the majority of it. Uh, well, given that you finished it, I'm surprised you have... Time for anything else in it's, your life entirely. It, it really didn't actually take all that long to finish it. It's um, that it's not a is a sad indictment. It's not a huge story. Um, no, it's not. But it was actually refreshing is, to have is, one. That's it just is, a first and it was really story. fun, but it wasn't really long. Destiny Two got kicked away from Blizzard Activision and is now on Steam, um, free to play for the basic, and then you can get uh, the expansions because I already had it. He just ported it across. Yep. So I've been playing a little bit on that. Borderlands Three came out recently. Um, I played a fair amount of that until Star Wars came out, and then I haven't touched it since. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, I've been playing some old school Final Fantasy games on my Switch. We know how uh, much you love that. I do. I'm still <laughs> I'm still going through Final Fantasy Eight. I did I did something silly where I spent no. Probably about nine hours just farming the first area before you even like get your proper first quest. And now I'm so overpowered that I one hit everything, including the bosses. Um, <laughs> well, that's so not I'm, rewarding. I'm now just enjoying the story. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So I did mention that, you know, around Christmas time, we might think of things like games quite a lot because people are buying new things. And a free game is a good game, um, unless it's like a free to play online game, in which case it's usually rubbish. But the frustration, Christmas Day, say, you were waiting for a particular game. You get it, but you can't play oh, it. No, because all family wants it. <laughs> no. How annoying a family when you've got a game you want to play. Family are the worst. They are the absolute worst. I remember even as a kid getting something like that and not being, whether it's a game or whether it's another other toy or something when I was younger, not being able to play with it because you know, I have to go visit these family members. Mm. This is family you don't even see the rest of the year. Oh, I know. <laughs> my, uh, my poor children are going to be the exact same way because I've bought a... Uh, <laughs> A PlayStation uh, for Christmas, and they're going to get it because we're spending uh, spending Christmas with my parents at their house. Uh-huh. So they're going to unwrap this box and know that it's going to be hours before they get to go <laughs> home and play this. Suffer, and they're, they're going to be looking at me the whole time. Like, can we go now? Well, if you've been playing a game that you love and you think we should know about it, and that Matt should be playing it, then drop us a line at our Facebook page. Well, in case you've been living under a rock, we've been banging on about it all episode. It's Christmas coming up soon. It is Star Wars. I mean, Christmas, yes. Sorry. (laughs) This is non-Star Wars related. It is. Well. So if you don't care for Star Wars, this may be a segment for you. Or is it? We're talking about our favourite non- or not Christmas, Christmas movies. So we're talking about movies like Die Hard, Edward Scissorhands, they're set around Christmas, but they're not really turkey quality well, Christmas this, uh, stories. This this has brought up a point of contention between us because I still think that you have clearly been day drinking if you think that <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It is on the list so we can discuss it. It is not a Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas movie, but it's not a Christmas movie about You know what I mean? I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> I don't think I know what I mean anymore because my favourite non-Christmas Christmas movie is Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. So the second outing for Keaton. Yes. Him being my favourite uh, Batman. Oh, your favourite isn't George Clooney with the uh, the bat nipples? I mean, I like his bat nipples, but mm. not, not Clooney, no. Uh, <laughs> Batman Returns. And part of the reason why, I mean, it's set at Christmas and 
being a Burton film, it's um, pretty... Not spooky is not the right word I'm looking for. Dark, gritty. Yeah, yeah. And we always say that Batman's one rule is that he doesn't kill people. Mm. And that's wrong. Because (laughs) because (laughs) in the first five minutes when Batman attends the ongoing scene with all the acrobats and clowns and whatnot, he sets one on fire with his Batmobile Mm -hmm. and he plants explosives down the pants of another one Mm. who then promptly blows up. Yes. I'm pretty sure they're dead. Well, I mean, it might have only been a small explosive, like maybe... <laughs> maybe it's a cartoon yeah. explosive. You know, it looks like it puts them out for a while, yeah. but then you see them in the next scene, they're totally yeah, fine. Yeah, that's it. Um, the next scene is when he's in the hospital having reconstructive surgery because uh, <laughs> that's right. his bits are gone. That's right. Well, yeah. maybe just hopefully, he's probably hoping that he doesn't pull through in the end. Um, so Batman begi- uh, Returns, sorry, Batman Begins, what am I doing? Getting ahead of myself, Batman Returns, Batman returns. is my favourite non-Christmas yes. Christmas movie. Mine clearly die hard. Obviously die hard. Yes. What you, is you and Jake Peralta probably have a lot in common. Oh, I would say probably <laughs> a little bit too yes. much. So what do you love most about Die Hard then? Why is it your favourite non-Christmas Christmas movie? I mean, it's a good action movie. Mm-hmm. I love Bruce Willis. Okay. I've always loved Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. Uh, even the movies that nobody else likes Bruce Willis in, I was always a huge fan of, like Hudson Hawk. So That might be a topic for another time. It might be a topic for another time. <laughs> hey, I had that on VHS and I watched it so much that it wore out. <laughs> That's definitely a topic. I would, I would, I would watch it once a week, and that probably says a lot more about me than it should. <laughs> yes. No, so I, I I like it. It's a good, just sort of. I, I almost I can't even say mindless action movie because it did have a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh had, yeah, story it had was good. Yeah. Good action, and it had mm-hmm. a really good bad guy. Um, really good bad guy, and that's that's one of the things that a lot of the movies didn't have around then were decently well thought out, well written mm. villains. And uh, Hans Gruber was a great villain. And you can't get any better with the casting choice. No, exactly. It's fantastic work. So that is, yeah, definitely, definitely why. Mm. Uh, that's my favorite one. Uh, it's, but we are talking about Christmas. So what we is are. your favorite Christmas Christmas movie? Well, um, and there is modern, a great answer. Modern one. I love Elf. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I did so well not watching it. See, uh, when I saw yeah, it, I saw the shorts and stuff. I yeah. thought this is stupid. Yep. I don't want to watch this. But then, you know, you kind of get sucked into it one year. The family's sitting around and they want to watch something Christmassy and it comes on. I was so shocked and surprised that I loved it. Mm. And I actually, I wrote, a, I went, well, I attempted to write a list of all fantastic Christmas movies. You did, you got one. I got Elf and I'm like, I know there are many more, mm. but I just couldn't put um, any names down. So what have you got that I missed and that is the correct answer apparently? Well, there, there are a lot of amusing ones out there like uh, Jingle All The Way. Yes, okay. Um, which is an, an amusing one. But, but clearly the best Christmas movie is The Grinch. Up until a point. It was a really good movie until he had to go and turn soft and <laughs> ruin it. So the point when The Grinch got a heart yeah, or like how had a heartbeat. How, how like, just uncharacteristic is that? Like, how... <laughs> Seriously, we're That's talking the about, biggest we're talking about turnaround, yeah, isn't we're it? talking about plot holes in movies and Star Wars <laughs> and stuff like that. And you've got that happening to The Grinch. It was a great movie up until that point. The Grinch is also another good movie. I will give you that. But I like the whole thing, not just the bit when mm. he's an evil prick. Well, I mean, that again probably says more about us than it probably should. It certainly says a lot about you. <laughs> Are we talking to my therapist? <laughs> yes, well, I suggest you do. In fact, uh, you might not want to wait to the end of this uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, so um, that's a great movie, Christmas movie, and obviously Die Hard. Edward Scissorhands came up on the list of non-Christmas Christmas movies. Yes, yeah, movies based at Christmas that uh, are not yeah. typically Christmas. I wonder if that's a thing that Burton does. Maybe he loves Christmas. Oh, very possibly. Oh, creepy Christmas. He did a lot of creepy Christmases. I think another honourable mention um, for Christmassy Christmas type stuff uh the doctor who christmas specials 
Oh yeah, of they're course. always quite good. Yeah, um, there was the the Matt Smith Nightmare Before Christmas Scrooge, yeah, not Night um, Night Before Christmas Scrooge mm-hmm. one, yep. which was quite a good one. Um, Dave Tennant one, his first one was quite a good one. Yep. Um, Up until the point they stopped making them, of yes. course, because now it's New Year's. Yeah, New Year's ones. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there were there were some really good Doctor mm. Who Christmas specials. Yeah, uh, I definitely. Think they definitely deserve an honourable mention. Yeah, I think you're right there. So that's Christmas, hey? That is Christmas. It is Christmas now. Obviously, it's coming to the towards the end of the year. So this is going to be our last. It will podcast. Be. Um, not not ever. Can, not ever. Our, no, our, we're not. Our three, our three <laughs> listeners can stop panicking. Not, not the last episode ever, just the last for, for 2019. Yes, the last for 2019. We're going to have a bit of a break. I need to get some equipment repaired, so I'll need time to send it away and get it fixed and things like that. Um, so we'll be back next year. But what I want to do before we end things is I want to talk about what we've achieved this so far this year. So our listener base, so we do, do joke it's like three people. It is actually a little bit more than that. It is just, just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and not that – I mean, I would still do this if no one listened. Oh, most definitely. Because this is a lot of fun to do. It is. It's, it's a chance for us to catch up and talk and buy expensive equipment and have a reason for using it and occasionally get <laughs> snuck into movies and, and conventions. Yes. Yes, when, when they get back to us with our media passes. Still waiting for uh, – Still waiting, Supernova. Supernova. Yeah. We would still do it. But when we do hear that people are listening, it is rewarding for us to know that um, it's not just effort in vain. It is. And especially when we do hear from like a surprising source that somebody's listened to it. And on top of that, that they like it, which is again, surprising, uh, but refreshing to hear. Yeah, definitely. This is an Australian podcast. We're based in Adelaide, South Australia. It is. And just in case the accents were throwing you off. <laughs> that's right. But having a look at our statistics, actually, Australia's not our biggest. No, it is really strange, base. isn't it? Yeah, and it we've, is. we've got some odd ones out there. We do some really like. Obviously, US. So, in the last little while, we've had a bunch of downloads from the US and Canada, uh, the UK, France, Switzerland, Romania, Turkey, Philippines, Japan, and uh, New Zealand and Australia. So, it's good to hear that people around the world are tuning in and, and are interested in the Aussie perspective. Yes, which uh, is a little bit unique sometimes. It is. A li- we are we are sort of out here by ourselves sometimes, and we do have a bit of an odd opinion on uh, <laughs> on a lot of things. So exactly. It is. It is good that we we have this platform we, that we can sort of reach out and uh, and discuss things and and touch people around the world. Yeah, and even though they're they're very different countries, uh, we we unite around this topic um, that we all love, um, and that is pop culture or geek culture, whatever you want to call it. Whether you love Star Wars or you love anime or whatever the, the case is and, and that's why we're striving to uh, incorporate some things that we aren't au fait with through our <laughs> I know I shouldn't name these segments the boldly going segment yes. where you you show us um, the fan that you love and we'll continue that next year Yes, so we can become a bit more uh, covering a lot more areas so that's it, yeah. we will continue to do that but I, I'm really proud of what we have achieved together and we could not do that without you and we're so happy that uh, you're getting something out of this otherwise you wouldn't wouldn't listen to us you wouldn't download the podcast no, and exactly. the fact that you are we're honoured to um, have been invited into your life so where to next year well we're going to do more of the same we're not going to change anything too drastically no we're going to continue with the new segments that we've uh, teased and a couple that we've put yes, out there exactly I'm hoping to get some new intros and outros yes. after the whole bit copyright a, debacle yeah a bit of a bit of an issue we had there and, and uh, I must clarify there was no like um, 
action or anything There's taken. No, no cease and desist. I just realised yes. that I was doing the wrong thing and so um, pulled the plug on our intro that I spent about six months making. We'll continue to roll out the new segments that we have teased, like you said, and uh, we want to increase participation of our fan base more phone calls like we did this time around to get you guys on the podcast. Yeah, that's it. We we have the technology. We uh, do. So we want to use it. We want to talk to you guys about what interests you and uh, what excites you, whether it's on the phone or whether it's via our Facebook page or our shameless plug, our Twitter or our Instagram <laughs> or do we have any others? I don't think so. I think that's no, it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, if you listen to that there. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, you can leave us comments there. Um, Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you because the direct feedback is so useful. And if there's something you hear that you don't like or something you wish we did, we want to hear from you. But now to wrap up, as we come to the end of this year of Good News Geek, I've decided to wrap it up in the form of a poem. You have. I have. And, and you I, haven't seen I haven't. I haven't seen this poem <laughs> yet at all. I, I got a brief, uh, <laughs> brief heads up that there would be a poem. Yes. Uh, so I am uh, just as uh, patiently waiting as you, our dear listeners. Well, I've got to say, this is the, um, the Night Before Christmas and I have given it a bit of a pop culture spin. Now, please bear with me. I have practiced this, but if I get the beats wrong, forgive me. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the TARDIS, not a life form was stirring, not even Jarvis. The stockings were hung on the console with care, in hopes that St Nicholas soon would be there. The troopers were nestled or snug in their beds, while visions of Jedi ghosts danced in their heads. And Stark, Thor and Loki, and yes, even Cap, had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When outside the police box rose such a clutter, Tilk sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the windows he flew, it was Flash. Tore open the blue doors, they nearly went smash. The moon shone bright on the Lycanthorpe's brow. On hearing the commotion, he gave a great howl. When what to my wondering eyes appear only, but a beautiful sleigh and eight my little ponies. With a little old driver, <laughs> so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Twilight Sparkle, now Applejack, now Pinkie Pie and Rarity. On Rainbow Dash, on Fluttershy, on Sweetie Belle and Scootaloo. To the top of the box and straight through the door, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. And while we all watched, he went to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. For standing there was Mew, his eyes full of glee. With a wink and a wave, he turned from me. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a shout, and away they all flew to get the hell out. But I heard him exclaim as he flew out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. From all the team here at Good News Geek, we wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs>